Drive Time on 91.3. Always on the cutting edge. Voice of the Cape Drive Time, that's who we are, that's where we are. 0829-913-913 is the WhatsApp line. Query, comment, and or criticize. And as I've said, we are not NASFAS. The Egyptian military's continued home demolition and their forced evictions during a conflict in North Sinai are violations of international humanitarian law Human Rights Watch has said today. Between late 2013 and July 2020, the army has destroyed at least 12,350 buildings, mostly homes, in the Al-Arish area. Online for comment is Ahmad Ben Kemsi, Advocacy and Communication Director, Human Rights Watch's Middle East and North Africa Division. Ahmad, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. This certainly is a very sorry story. Um, it certainly isn't the way to resolve um, any conflict. Uh, in the process of seven years, nearly 13,000 buildings, mostly homes, demolished. Um, 6,000 hectares of farmland shut off. And uh, a lot of people homeless and with nowhere to go. What is the background to these very, very um, uh, strange actions? Well, that is, a, that is a very good question because we wish we knew the background. I mean, we wish we knew the real reasons why the military is doing this. What we know, what we have been able to document, is that those demolitions have begun uh, in late 2013. Uh, then they escalated since October 2014, and has been, they have been going on uh, since then. The decree uh, that uh, uh, the government decree that, uh, that stated that the area where houses have been demolished should be evacuated did not provide reasons, or even mention demolitions for that matter. And yet, the entire city of Rafah was almost entirely demolished by, 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 by mid-April uh, 2018. Uh, and uh, according to government I mean, the, the government has not released statistics, but we have some estimates according to which about roughly uh, uh, 100,000 people of, uh, uh, the, uh, of the inhabitants of North Sinai have been displaced or otherwise, you know, left, you know, homeless in the region, uh, primarily as a result of, of home demolition. Now, why are they doing this? Well, it's mind-boggling. We don't know. Uh, there have been very scarce reasons provided by the uh, authorities. Sometimes they would mention the security of civilians, but without saying more about that. Uh, um, the need for security, uh, because there's a fight, I mean, the background is that there's a fight between the Egyptian government and the local branch of ISIS. So they are indeed military operations. Uh, however, that is not a reason to just evacuate uh, tens of thousands of people without telling them why, without explaining the, 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 the extreme necessity as provided by the international law. So that, that, that's the background story. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I was thinking, yes, there has been conflict. I'm not even sure where I'm using the right word. Um, a small insurgency, and yes, Daesh accused. We don't know whether that's even true. So it's murky at the best, isn't it? I mean, Sinai, by the way, of course, it's, it's a huge area. Uh, we're talking about North Sinai specifically, and specifically the towns of uh, uh, Rafah and Larish that are close to the border with Gaza and Israel. So this is not all of Sinai we're talking about, but mm -hmm. North Sinai specifically. 
that zone has been, uh, uh, you know, a, a black zone when it comes to information because there's a complete blackout since the military operations started uh, about seven years ago. We don't know what's happening there. Uh, the journalists are not allowed to, to go. International observers are barred from going in, in, in the area. So what we have done is mostly examine uh, dozens of uh, satellite imagery, satellite images, like a, a series of dozens, um, uh, across uh, time. So we've seen the evolution of the satellite imagery between 2014 and nowadays, and we've seen that you know thousands of homes have been uh, erased. We asked, we sent questions to the authorities uh, repeatedly. Uh, we sent questions to the cabinet office, to the defense ministry, to the state information service, which is Egypt's uh, uh, agency normally tasked with uh, interacting with international observers, media, but none none answered us. Uh, um, so. Yeah, we don't know. I mean, it's 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 really a, a, a black hole. There are some military operations. I mean, we're not denying that there is a state of of, uh, of war. It's even though it's not international war, but it's in in fighting between armed groups and the government. That is for sure. However, that is not a reason to displace tens of thousands of people without providing adequate compensation, without providing uh, sufficient notice, without providing means of redress. Uh, and uh, uh, means of appeal. None of this has happened significantly. You just have tens of thousands of people who are given 48 hours notice and told to just leave their houses and then they're bulldozed to the ground. Could this be um, part of a larger political plan of which uh, General Sisi is just an instrument? And I'm just speculating here, obviously, and that is Al-Arish and Rafah, correctly, as you've said, are very close to Gaza. Could it be that um, Sisi has been under instructions to ensure that the tunnels coming from inside Gaza um, do not find any places where that they can come out in, uh, particularly in Rafah? Um, that th- could this be, uh, uh, in a sense, something aimed at the Palestinians imprisoned in Gaza? Well. You know, in human rights laws, we're not that much into the business of speculating. What we do is document facts. And when it comes to facts, tunnels have indeed been uh, mentioned by by uh, by Egyptian by the Egyptian government. Some officials state in media statements that the evictions were needed to destroy the smuggling tunnels between Egypt and Gaza. But they, uh, well. Okay, fine, but uh, I mean, do you need to destroy tens of thousands of buildings without giving any notice to their uh, residents and without compensating them, just leaving them like astray like that to destroy tunnels? Have they considered other means? Well, we know that there are several means to destroy tunnels, including flooding, and we even know that there were some military trainings given by the U.S. Army to the Egyptian Army to consider various means of destroying tunnels. Well, to our knowledge, none of those have been considered. They just like start destroying the houses. So even if destroying the tunnels is the main objective, why doing it this way? Why not providing people their rights? And is it really the, the is it really necessary to destroy tens of thousands of homes uh, to to uh, to destroy tunnels, even if, if if that's the purpose? Yeah, I mean, as I say, uh, it it really is a, a quite a confusing story. And, of course, the, the total overkill on behalf of Egypt is just a beggar's belief, actually, as to why they would do this. Uh, there doesn't seem to be any realization that um, if you do this kind of thing, there is a possible um, blowback. Uh, and I'm not going to speculate about that, um, but certainly it does create a very fertile um, soil for, for that kind of scenario. You just said that you've had absolutely no response from the Egyptian authorities. Has anybody 
been able to respond to your queries? Has anybody been able to give you any reasons as to why uh, Egyptian authorities have destroyed nearly 13,000 buildings in Al-Arish and Rafah? Well, they haven't responded to us. However, there were some information very, you know, scattered around like official media every other Six months, we'd hear something, but that information is very scarce, is very partial, is very uh, sometimes contradictory. Uh, um, you know, officials routinely deny the forced nature of evictions, which is contradicted by all the interviews we got from people on the ground, which is contradicted by, by several, you know, pieces of information we were able to access to. Um, there was an official who, uh, President Sisi said that the government paid billions in compensation, but, I mean, how did he calculate that? Billions of what? To whom exactly? And officials said that they did not evict anyone, that they gave residents money and raised the buildings and farms because it's national security. But again, that is not enough. So, I mean, official information, sometimes we get bits published in the media, but it's nothing close to what it should be which is uh, a significant and consistent and, and, and thorough and detailed explanation of the extreme security reasons, because according to international law, that's the only reason, that's the only case where evictions are, are allowed. And then, even if they're allowed, allow me to repeat, my, uh, forgive me if I repeat myself. No there problem. Are, there, there are a series of procedures that need to be adopted to go with that, including giving enough notice, including giving warning, including uh, providing adequate compensation before, uh, beforehand, before starting the, the, the demolitions, including, uh, uh, you know, providing ways of appeal if people do not agree with that. I mean, it's not because there's a war that there are no laws. There are the laws of war. That's how they call it, and they should be respected by the Egyptian government. Yeah, I mean, your report says that um, the army was demolishing homes of suspected members of Wilayat Sina or their relatives. And I'm struggling to understand how um, nearly 13,000 homes uh, could be housing suspected members of this movement. If those 13,000 homes were were housing members of this movement, this movement would be a, a, a hugely powerful army that would be visible on the ground. Well, what can I say? I share your perplexity. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is, I mean, this is not credible, obviously. Uh, we fail to understand the, the motives of such operations. What we know for sure is that they are conducted in a way that widely violates the rights of civilian populations, and that is a problem, a big problem. As a sort of final question, are these evictions permanent? Uh, will the people be allowed to go back to where they came from, or is just like everything else just up in the air? Well, that, that's that's another big issue. It's that we don't we don't know. We don't know. Uh, the uh, the government has issued no information regarding a time frame for whenever people will be back to return to their homes, or even it, it, the government even even say whether it has any such plans and any such time frame. There's just a blackout. There's no information, um, so we don't know. Yeah, and and when we see when we see the patterns of demolition of homes following evictions, well, obviously it casts doubt on whether they can return. Uh, because not only do uh, uh, you know do they destroy homes, but they also destroy government buildings, factories, schools, health facilities, mosques, etc. So obviously the intention, uh, including in Rafah, is to just wipe out the city. So what do what will they return to? Yeah, that certainly is is a moot question. Ahmad Ben Kemsi, Director, Advocacy and Communications, Human Rights Watch, Middle East and North Africa Division. 
talking to us about a black hole of news, what's happening in uh, Sinai, North Sinai governance, where uh, the city of Rafah and uh, homes in the Al-Arish area are just disappearing before our eyes. Ahmad Ben Kemsi, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Drive time on 91.3. Always 